I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. As Congress debates immigration reform, much of the focus is on proposals to offer illegal immigrants a path to citizenship. We want to focus on one pathway that many people think is already there. That's the notion that a non-citizen, even if undocumented, could get immediate legal residency simply by marrying a U.S. citizen. Not so simple under a 1996 immigration law. Part of that law was aimed at bogus marriages, where a couple pretends to marry for love just to get citizenship for the undocumented party. But the law has also ended up penalizing legitimate couples. Reporter Amy Isaacson has one family story. Amy reported jointly with the California Report and with Susan Ferris of the Center for Public Integrity. We're in Tijuana, Mexico. It's a typical Monday morning in the Barber household. TJ and his wife Maite take turns at the bathroom sink. They make coffee and head to the car. They get their 10-year-old son Lucas snuggled into the back seat. Then TJ does something unusual. He lies down on the street to inspect underneath his vehicle. I have a flashlight going on my phone. He's looking for drugs. Recently, smugglers have targeted cross-border commuters like TJ and attached packets of drugs underneath their cars. Yeah, that looks fine. Okay, it's all clear. The barbers pull away from their Tijuana apartment at 3.30 a.m. to beat the long line at the border crossing. TJ has to get to work as a software engineer in San Diego. Lucas can't be late for fourth grade. Maite drives so they can sleep. When they're just a few cars away from crossing, Maite hands the wheel to TJ. Then she walks to the bus stop and heads home alone in Tijuana. Maite and TJ married in San Diego a dozen years ago, but Maite is barred from the U.S. Right now, this is kind of um, the best way we can do it. The barbers are just one of thousands of families split up like this. It's because of a little-known rule in a 1996 immigration reform package. It's designed to keep undocumented immigrants, like Maite, out of the U.S., even if they marry U.S. citizens. It can happen like this. An undocumented immigrant's spouse returns to his or her home country to finish up the green card application process. But if that person entered the U.S. illegally and lived here for more than six months, he or she is barred from the U.S. In March, a change ordered by President Obama will bring some relief. It lets undocumented spouses apply for what's called a hardship waiver before they leave for that mandatory interview instead of afterwards like now. But that change won't help the barbers, who still won't qualify for hardship waivers. That's because when Maite crossed the border in 1997, she crossed twice because the Border Patrol caught her on her first try. That disqualifies Maite from getting a waiver, and the change isn't retroactive. Maite says living in the mountains in Mexico, she didn't know about any of this before she came to the U.S., she just wanted a better life. And when Maite got work at a Burger King in San Diego and fell in love with her husband, TJ, who's a U.S. citizen, well, the couple thought that marriage would solve any immigration issues. And I was aware of her immigration situation. And I, like most people under the pressure, was like, well, I mean, if she gets married to me, then we're set. Not so. Maite's past with the Border Patrol meant she was out of luck. Instead of risking years of separation, the barbers, like thousands of other families, went underground to stay together until Maite was caught in 2010. A policeman pulled her over for driving too slowly. 
He handed her over to Immigration and Customs Enforcement. And I was sure that we would be able just to work it out. I was just like, okay, come on, look, she's got American citizen husband, she's got American citizen child. Like, I think you guys have bigger fish to fry. Maite fought her case from an immigration detention center for five months. She lost and was deported to Tijuana. And here is where we began our story, with the Barber family's new reality. Maite stays in Tijuana, separated from TJ and her kids and her family in southern Mexico. It takes a toll. Every day, the same image haunts Maite at 3 p.m. That's when her son, Lucas, gets out of school in San Diego. Maite explains how Lucas climbs the same tree every day after classes. He'd say, Mom, catch me if I fall. It torments Maite that she's not there now. Seven Republican congressmen who support the immigration bars declined on-air interviews for this story. Instead, they sent statements criticizing President Obama for circumventing Congress to relax immigration rules. It's unclear if comprehensive immigration reform will address such penalties. Wayne Cornelius, who's an immigration expert at the University of California, San Diego, hopes it will. The only thing that's going to enable those people to adjust their status in the U.S. is a broad legalization program of the type that we had back in 1986 to 1988. Meanwhile, Maite Barber is so lonely in Tijuana, she sells cosmetics door-to-door just to talk to people while she waits out her 20-year bar from the U.S. For The World, I'm Amy Isaacson in San Diego. We have a picture of the Barbers at theworld.org.